Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. So there's two more days before the feast. So about three more days to really take in this fast. And I'm sure if you've been attending daily or every other day or however often you've been attending, you've been hearing different talks about St. Mary. And specifically virtues, right? We, we look at St. Mary as an example of God working through someone and doing miraculous things. We look at St. Mary as an example of how God works through someone that that person becomes an incredible saint. Like, we look to St. Mary, we call her our mother, we, like, some people struggle with fasts all year round, but when it comes to St. Mary's fast, like, headstrong, like, no, Abuna, I, from the beginning of August till the end of whatever, like, they, they, it's because of their love for St. Mary. And then it's beautiful to see how St. Mary also loves the church. She takes care of us. She guides us. You see these beautiful miracles that happen. Even the most recent miracle that just happened in Egypt a few days ago during this fast. And so when we look at St. Mary, we look to Christ. And we see her virtues and we learn about these virtues. But my question today is how? How? Because I don't want us to look at the saints, whether St. Mary or anyone else, and look at them and be like, and look at them and say, okay, that's St. Mary. I'm so far from that. That's St. George. That's St. Mark, that's St. Paul. Okay, Abuna, these are saints, and I'm over here. When we say that, that's not us being humble, by the way. That's actually us not thinking about God's glory. That's us saying, I'm nothing, and God can't use me. God cannot make me a saint when I separate myself from the saints. That's why the church is built on this concept of saints and intercessions. Because we don't look at the saints as, like sometimes in sports, we, when, when a person is a superstar, and also this is in music as well, when a person is a superstar, after they retire, years later, they get put into the Hall of Fame. They get immortalized. They, they have statues of them. They, that's it. That's all they become. When they pass, that's it. That's their memory. We remember them. We, we can go back on YouTube and watch their highlights and this and that, but that's it. Saints don't work that way. Saints are people who let God work through them are transformed by God and they are no longer the person alone 
if you notice, every saint, you see, there's a halo, right? The Coptic icons, they'll have the halo. Most Orthodox icons have the halo. What does the halo mean? It's not a design. It's God's light reflecting off of them. That's it. It's not that they're emulating light. St. Mary cannot just show off light. St. George, St. Mina, St. Pope Carlos, all of these saints cannot just, they, they, they don't have like magic light powers. It's God's light. They're so connected to God that, they're, that God's light is shown on them. That's why if you, if you see St. Mary's normal halo, all, the, all the, the disciples, all the saints, but then you look at Christ's halo and it's the shape of a cross. It's, it's different. It's different. Now, how? How? How does someone, how do we become saints? The first thing we have to understand before we can get into this is that sainthood is our responsibility. It's our path. This path, from the moment you are baptized, you start your journey towards sainthood. This is very important. If anyone feels that they are not worthy to be saints, they cannot be saints, it's not for me, Abuna, you got the wrong person. If any of that, we're not putting down ourselves, we're putting down God. We're saying God can't use me. And God shows us through his ministry, he can use anything. There's 5,000 people that are hungry. Okay, what do you have? Somebody, let's, you have five pieces of bread and some, two fish. Okay, give it to me. I'll, I'll, I will transform this meal into unlimited food. And so when we look at St. Mary, what made her or any saint be able to start this path towards sainthood. The first thing is willingness. Willingness. To be, to want it. Anything we do in our life, we're able to accomplish because we first want to. It's as simple as that. Simple as that. When I ask people what they want to study, I always ask that in that way. What do you want to? Because it's not a matter of, yeah, no, I, I, I'm just going to do this. Well, do you want to do it? Do you love it? Do you, lo like, are you, do you enjoy this? Because if you do, that's the first step. If you do not want to, it's going to be impossible. No one is going to be forced into getting a career a success, and be successful at it. No one. No one. No one. No one can be forced into a successful career. You have to want to. You have to desire it. No one, same way, no one is going to be forced into being good at something. Somebody, if a parent, I heard this before, a parent wanted their kids to learn music. 
and they had them in all these music classes. And the parent came up to me and said, Abuna, my kid is being lazy. They don't want to do this music. They're this, they're that, and just complained. That's all I get, by the way. I just get complaints. <laughs> it's like a customer service line. <laughs> so I, I, I'm like, okay, let me talk to the kid. And so the parent was like, can I sit with you while I'm sitting with the kid? I was like, absolutely not. Stand outside. So I talked to the kid and I asked him one question. Do you like playing music? He's like, Abuna, I hate it. I said, okay. Talked to them a little bit about why and all this stuff. I went back to the parent and I said, they actually don't like it. They're like, no, 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 they like it. Trust me, they're going to be, you know how cute it is when they do it and da, 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 da. And it's going to be nice for their resume. And you're, sometimes the parents put their desire on the kid. Now, can that kid be successful? Can that kid be 100% successful in in music without any desire? Probably not. Because how are you gonna practice? Same thing with sports. People forcing kids into certain sports. Even forcing them to be deacons. Even that. It, it can't be something forced. Spirituality is the same way. Sainthood, the desire for sainthood is the same way. I have to desire to have a close relationship with God, to, be, to have my life transformed. St. Mary desired it. Desired it. From a young age, she went to the temple. I want you to picture what the temple looked like. Because sometimes we think of the temple as a church. You look here, it's beautiful red carpets. Everything's clean. This is not the temple. The temple is a place where all they see is blood and guts of the animals. Smells horrific. Dirty, disgusting, a mess. And now you have a three-year-old. That's what our tradition says. So a year younger than Evie, okay? A three-year-old sitting there and cleaning whatever the high priest tells her to clean. Cleaning the floor, cleaning the blood, the guts, the animals, the sacrifices that are all around. This is what... St. Mary was doing. St. Mary was there praying, learning about sacrifice, learning about prayer. God chose St. Mary to be his mother, but not before St. Mary chose God. We have to believe that. St. Mary chose God. St. Mary loved God and chose him to be the person where she would build a relationship. That was her God. She would pray, she would serve, she would, I'm talking about her whole life. That's what it takes to start. So first thing is willingness, desire. You have to desire to become a, 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 a godly person. 
it's not going to happen to you accidentally. You're not going to trip and fall and become a saint. You're going to have to desire it and want it first and foremost. The second thing is prayer. Prayer. St. Mary prayed. The saints, all of them, that was something they have in common. They prayed. Not only did they have the desire, but they actually acted on and communicated with our Lord. They communicate with Him. And I'll be honest, prayer is very hard to get into. It is. It's hard to get into. I'm not talking about the general prayers. I'm not saying the Our Father before we sleep, the check mark prayers, the ones that we have to just check off boxes. The prayer before when we wake up, the prayer at night, the prayer before whatever. Those we get used to, it turns into a habit. But I'm talking about real prayer. Real spending time with God prayer. Real life-changing, transform, transforming prayer. The church gives us the Agbeya, the book of hours. Why? It's there to give us structure, to give us words, to give us a format to pray. Does that mean that should be our only way of prayer? No, that would be silly. We can't live it how we talk to God. But we have this structure that gives it to us. I feel like not enough people pray the Agbeya. Not enough people have a relationship with the Agbeya. You know why the Agbeya was made in like a physical way, like a, a book this big? I mean, it could have just been like papers and pages, like big. It was made this big so it could be handheld. It could be in your pocket. It could be in your purse. It could be... Of course, before, before our phones. But the Igbeya was there, has been placed, in order for us to have something to use throughout the day, the hours throughout the day. It's a constant remembering of God. It's a constant relationship. It's the constant connection to God. Prayer also is through the Bible. Sometimes we think, oh, I don't want to read the Bible. I don't like reading. It's not optional. It's not. I wish I could tell you there's an easier way. There's not. Some people would say, I want to, I can't, I don't like reading, Abuna. I'll just listen to the Bible. No. Read the Bible. And I don't, I'm not, I'm not saying this is like, you know why? Because reading the Bible, the physical act of opening up the Bible is a spiritual act. There's a blessing that happens just by physically, physically opening up a Bible. There is a blessing. This is biblical. In Revelations, it talks about that the, anyone who reads the words of God is blessed. So you receive a blessing just by opening up the Bible and reading a few verses. St. Mary knew the scripture. You know how we know that? That as soon as she received this message and went to Elizabeth and all of that, 
when Elizabeth, when the baby St. John the Baptist leaped in the womb, she praised God. But if you read her praises, it was straight out of Scripture. It's straight out of the Old Testament. She knew it. The saints live on the Word of God. It's not optional. It's not one of those emergency cases. No, they had a relationship with the Bible. We can't say we want to be saints. We cannot say we want to be saints and ignore the Igbeya, ignore the Bible. We cannot. Impossible. Impossible. We can't say we want to be saints. And I'm not saying we want to be saints in a sense, like in an ego way. No, this is what we're called to do. We're made in the image of God. Sainthood is going back to that image of God. That's it. And we start our journey with baptism. We can't do that without participating in the liturgy. We cannot. We cannot take that next step. And I'll tell you why. I want to read from Luke chapter 1, verse 35. Okay, I just want you to just pay attention to the words. This is, now the angel had told her, Archangel Gabriel, this is the seed right there. Right next to the icon of St. Mary, there's the icon, Annunciation icon of St. Mary and Archangel Gabriel. Okay, that's the scene. Listen to these words. He had just told her, you will have a son, he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I do not know a man? Just like, do I have to do something? Like, what, what's, what are you talking about? Now listen to the answer the angel gave her. She's questioning, how do I take this next step? You told me some amazing things. You told me I'm going to be in a relationship with God. God's going to be born of me. I'm going to be completely transformed. That's amazing. How? That's what she's asking. How? Listen to what the angel says. And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. That's it. He goes on to talk about, he tells, he tells her about Elizabeth right after that. The power of the highest, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. It's no longer you. St. Mary completely was transformed at this point. But she didn't start her spiritual life here. But once she reached this point, God was working inside of her. God was working and overshadowing her. This is a beautiful word. And I noticed it this morning too. In the, in, uh, in the gospel, for today was the Feast of Transfiguration. All of a sudden, the disciples were there. They fell asleep. You know the story. And then a light shone. Christ shone like the sun, his face. He was transfigured. And then the disciples were like, uh, didn't know what was going on. And then all of a sudden, a cloud came and overshadowed them. It's really important to be overshadowed by God. It's not us anymore. Once you start taking control and saying, well, I'm going to do this, I'm, I'm this, I'm that. Look at how great I am. 
When I start doing that, I'm removing God out of the situation. I'll tell you one of the most beautiful things that I see in church are there's so many saints here in this church. Saints. No questions asked. No questions. Saints. I, like people that I go to ask them to pray for me, like not, not the other way around. Are they the most, the best speakers? No. Are they the best? No, in anything. They're not really great in any specific thing. But what's amazing, they are in tune with God. God is overshadowing them. They've, they're an open vessel. God's using them. They're allowing God to use them. You can feel God's presence when you're with them. We need to get to that point. How? By letting God work. By building that relationship with Him and letting Him work. You know what I love when you see... So first, we talked about willingness. Second, the life of prayer. Third is service. Truly, when you serve, truly, when you serve, God is working through you. Truly, truly. If you're truly doing it right, God is the one doing the work. Because who are we to do anything? But God is the one working. That's why you should not say no to service. Because you're saying no, you're, you're saying, God, don't use me today. God, I don't want you involved in my life today. Versus, you say, okay, whatever you want, your will be done, just like St. Mary said. And the first thing that happened is the angel told St. Mary about Elizabeth. Why? I was questioning that this week. Why did St. Why? Like, why did he, was he gossiping? Like, why was he sharing this news? For two reasons. One, to, to, to reveal to her Look at the miracles God can do because Elizabeth shouldn't have had a kid at that age. So look, look at what, look, look, Mary, look at how, what God can do. So don't question what is happening with you. Look, like, miracles are happening every day. Number one, that's number one. Number two, to give her an opportunity to serve. St. Mary then gets up immediately and goes two hours driving away to Elizabeth's house. Obviously, we know she doesn't drive. And she's a young teen that's pregnant in their first trimester. And as Abuna Anthony said earlier this week, anybody who knows anyone who's been pregnant or have experienced the, the, it themselves, first trimester is the worst. The worst. And so she stopped thinking about herself. She never said, actually, let me just wait. Would anybody have said anything to her if she waited? This is St. Mary. She has God in her, in her womb. But for her, no, I can't think about myself. 
I'm going to do God's work. God is using me. I need to do, I need to be active. Service, service is another pathway or another step towards sainthood. You allow God to work through you. It's where the transformation happens. If you look at St. Paul, St. Paul went from place to place to place to place. To me, just his presence is probably more impressive than his letters. His letters are great, unbelievable. He was very educated. But just for him to go place to place to place, to get beat up and then get kicked out of the city. And literally the verse right after goes back into the same city. Like, because he knew it wasn't him. It was God working. It's important, guys, for us to look at the saints as examples, but also as role models. I'm sure I shared this with you before, but it's one of my favorite things here in the church. If you go upstairs, you look in the back of the church, you've heard this before, I've shared this before. St. Moses, on, like facing the back of the church from the front, St. Moses on the right, and St. Mary of Egypt on the, on the side. And I remember asking when I first came here, like, it's very strange, why these two saints? There's no icons on the walls. Why are there two just icons in the back? And to me, they were random. Like, they're great saints, but... And the priest told me, because we enter, enter the church as sinners, we exit closer to sainthood. And these were the two examples of what not to do. But their lives were transformed. So I pray during this fast, I know there's only a couple of days left, but really, really, and I feel like with this hurricane coming, like, honestly, it's, it's a blessing. Like, I'm looking forward to being, like, indoors for a couple hours. So take advantage. Take advantage. Take advantage to spend quality time with God. Talk to Him. Take advantage of asking yourselves difficult questions. Why aren't you seeking sainthood? What in your life is stopping you? What struggles, what sins, what issues are stopping you from taking that next level in your spiritual life? What's stopping you from letting yourself be overshadowed by God? And I pray that this next few days, we really experience it. And as we continue going from day to day and work on our spiritual lives, and glory be to God forever. Amen.